All right. Good morning, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to the, another edition of the Optrix Insider. This is Scott Young with Optrix Engineering and uh, Sean Sturby, our Technical Services Manager. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Okay, so our three topics today uh, include a new Bluetooth vulnerability called Blur Tooth, uh, the Equinix data center uh, was hit by some ransomware, and then WordPress, uh, which is a popular custom, uh, cl uh, content management system, I'm sure you've probably heard of, uh, has a vulnerability due to a file manager plugin. And it sounds like some hackers are fighting over that. So it's <laughs> going to be interesting to hear uh, all about that. So let's start with, uh, with Blurtooth. What, you ca what can you tell me about this Bluetooth vulnerability? Okay, so um, Bluetooth is a tech uh, technology that most people have. They use it to connect their cell phones to headsets, wireless headsets, or uh, keyboard mice are quite often Bluetooth. And it can do a lot of different things. One of the things that it can do is it can transfer data. And so this is a vulnerability in the Bluetooth basic rate enhanced data rate specification. So uh, there's been a number of Bluetooth versions over the years. Current version is 5.2. The vulnerability affects Bluetooth versions 4.2 to 5.0. And what it uh, basically means is that when you connect, you know, you're trying to do maybe uh, a file share with somebody, if somebody else is close enough and they can jump onto that connection or the person that you're sharing with, if their system is compromised, the Bluetooth is supposed to negotiate and say, this is what you're allowed to do. But the flaw allows, once that negotiation or pairing is done, for the other party to come back and, and overwrite the permissions that they've been given. So you say, I'm going to accept a file from my buddy because he's got this, you know, a video or a picture that he wants to send me. And then his computer or his cell phone, if it's been compromised, could then say, oh, in addition to sending this picture, I want to have access to all of your call records and I want to have access to everything else on your phone. And in fact, I want to actually uh, infect you with the same thing that's infected me. Hmm. So the reason why this is so interesting is that it's billions of Bluetooth devices that are going to be affected by this. Uh, and there's no real way to fix it, except that you need to firmware update all of these devices that are possibly vulnerable to it. So you can imagine, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, so uh, with uh, phones uh, like Android or iPhones or whatnot, um, that, that fix, or firmware update would have to come in the form of a, a patch from the the provider of the phone, manufacturer of the phone, right? right? Yeah, and what I, what I was thinking about also was Bluetooth is used a lot for head if you have wireless headphones, uh, if uh, you have if you're linking to a speaker, if you're with air dropping for the uh, files. Uh, in the case of an mm -hmm. iPhone, but also with the with the contact tracing apps for COVID, if they because uh, my understanding is c quite a few of those the way they work is they they need you to have your uh, your phone open and the, the Bluetooth on so that it can negotiate or recognize when it is in contact with other phones. So uh, 
that makes things interesting, I guess, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so ultimately, so ultimately, if, if there's an update for your phone, uh, it's worth doing if you haven't already. Yeah. So it, they do say that uh, the Bluetooth special interest group has been notified to make sure that they communicate to all of their clients to make sure that they are have the uh, necessary patches and updates for your both device and operating systems. Unfortunately, the problem is, I said billions of devices, there are 20,000 members of the Bluetooth special interest group. Every manufacturer of a device that has Bluetooth, Bluetooth keyboard, Bluetooth mouse, Bluetooth headset, Bluetooth speaker, I can probably reach out and touch a dozen different things that have Bluetooth in them in my house. Thankfully, Bluetooth is a very short range communication standard, you know, 30 feet or less. So an attacker would have to be within that range. And it also sounds like that it has to be, uh, if they want to be a man in the middle, they actually have to intercept the pairing process where the device says, hey, I want to join and, and use your capabilities. And they could jump in and take over that or uh, have to be a device that you've already uh, paired with and if then come into contact with. So there is a fix. Unfortunately, there's a lot of devices that will not be fixed or updated because either the manufacturer has said, oh, it's a three-year-old, five-year-old, 10-year-old device, not going to support it. Or, you know, end users just don't know that they need to update it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Bluetooth is basically one of the key things in a lot of devices. Uh, so, wow. Okay, interesting. Okay, let's move on to our second topic, the Equinix Data Center Ransomware. So most people have heard about um, you know, Google Cloud and, and a lot of the tier one type providers like Microsoft and their various co-location centers probably haven't heard of Equinix unless you deal with them. They have 50 locations worldwide. So they have a huge warehouse where other people will come in and bring in servers and make it uh, their own cloud. Well, over the uh, long weekend, they were compromised as people who are in the know are saying that it's the NetWalker ransomware and they were able to post a screenshot of here are the files and things that we've stolen from you and you have three days to pay a ransomware. In this case, they want four and a half million dollars. Uh, if not this, well, first of all, they only had a certain amount of time to respond at which point the ransom was going to double to $9 million. And if they didn't pay the ransom, then all of this data will be published locally. Uh, it does appear that the, from the various names that were released that it was in data centers and engineers who worked in the Australian office. So they have come back and said that they would, uh, they've investigated, they've brought in the uh, various different authorities and they're investigating this. Uh, it did not affect their customer's network. It only affected their own internal network in one small area. So it's not affecting people's ability to use the data center or to host their own stuff out of it. It's just that they have to pay this ransom. Otherwise their 
data is going to be released. So I don't know of very many companies that want all of their internal accounting information released publicly. It'll be interesting to see if they actually pay it. I guess we won't know, but. Mm -hmm. And also it's worth mentioning that uh, reminding people that often in insurance policies, they have a ransomware um, part of the policy so that if you get hit by ransomware, uh, you can look to your insurance company to potentially help pay for it. But I'm not sure if they have a four and a half million uh, limit. I guess they'd have to find out, but uh, sucks that uh, there's people out there that would do that. But I guess, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about our final topic, uh, a WordPress uh, site vulnerability with a file manager plugin. Uh, and it's worth noting that WordPress is a very popular uh, blog platform that a lot of companies use and organizations use to run their backend. So if you're using WordPress, pay attention. Yeah. And people might not even know that they're using WordPress. It's a content management system. Right. Is the, uh, the technical term for it, but it's basically a, uh, a framework where you can publish articles very easily. You don't have to worry about the formatting or what they look like. You just post the content and it's very flexible and very skinnable and very expandable or extendable. Mm -hmm. And this is the problem uh, because it is so popular and there are a lot of additional plugins. So it's not a WordPress vulnerability. It's uh, another plugin that people use to manage or to work with WordPress that has the vulnerability. So the vulnerability in file manager has been fixed as of version 6.9. But this is a case of, you know, do I even know that I'm running WordPress? Do I know that I have vulnerable versions? Most people, they fire up and they want a quick little blog, something to post their, you know, here are my cat pictures or whatever it is. And then they don't worry about it. It's up, it's running. They go back to it once every few months to post a few more pictures. And do they even know what version of all of these different plugins that they're using? Probably not. When do they update it? When do they not update it? So uh, more than 1.7 million sites have been reported as being probed by for this vulnerability between September 1st and September 3rd. Hmm. Why do the malware writers or the these people that are attacking want access to these sites? You're resources. Yeah, they can they can make it part of their bot family to uh, do bigger attacks. Do attacks, send spam, do a denial of service attacks, host malware, all sorts of things. So uh, these malware writers are actually uh, starting to fight over access to these vulnerable web uh, websites or WordPress sites. So one malware writer will t take over a particular blog or site, WordPress, and then will do all of the things in the background that they typically do to make it part of their botnet and to make sure that they have more backdoors and accounts and all of that. But then they're going out and fixing the flaw so somebody else can't take over it the same way. <laughs> 
uh, that's, I'm just trying to think of a, a good analogy. Uh, there, well, there's lots of analogies you can use, but it, from the sounds of it, it, it's like there's a a virus that somebody wants to put in your body, uh, and and multiple attackers want access to that body. So uh, attacker two puts in the vaccine from attacker one so that they can put in the bug number two. It's just that's just crazy. Yeah. If you uh, so if you're if you run a WordPress site, something that you might consider doing is there's a, a WordPress the organization that uh, offers uh, the, the this the software uh, has a, a plugin called Jetpack, and then you can link your your self-hosted blog to WordPress.com. And that when you do that, there's some additional management things that you can do, including uh, an automatic update option, so that whenever a new update comes in for a plugin or for WordPress, it automatically updates your site. Which is good because then you have the the main version. But I guess, uh, as you know, Sean, sometimes updates, especially if it's uh, from uh, Microsoft, has unintended uh, consequences and makes things worse. So I guess you have to keep that in mind. Uh, you have a constantly updated mm -hmm. website, but you're also hoping that the updates don't crash your site. <laughs> so I guess it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Well, you would rather have a site down than have be part of a botnet that's you know attacking people and sending out ransomware notes or spam. Right, and there's also uh, security plugins like WordFence that can also scan your site for vulnerabilities and free versions, paid versions. Anyways, just worth looking into yeah. if you have a WordPress site. Okay, so so far we've talked about the patches. Yes, yes. Anything else you wanted to add, or are, are we good there? No, that's good. Uh, there's always lots of things happening in the security world. So, yeah. Well, okay. We'll have lots more topics next week. Great. Well, so to review or recap, we talked about a Bluetooth vulnerability called Blur Tooth. Uh, we talked about uh, at the Equinix data center in Australia getting hit by some ransomware. It'll be interesting to uh, see if they pay it or what happens there. And then also a WordPress site vulnerability due to a file manager plugin. So uh, to thing to keep some things to keep an eye out for. And uh, thank you, Sean, for your insight as always. Have a great week, everyone. And, and of course, if you uh, enjoyed the, today's episode, please like, share, and subscribe, and leave a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. All right, thanks. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.